From Labradoodles to Cronuts, the world loves a hybrid. So today, businesses are taking a smarter hybrid cloud approach using the tools, platform, and expertise of IBM. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit ibm.com slash hybrid cloud. OMG, here we are, featuring Pusha T. What's up? Sklar Brothers here. You just hit the lotto. We are here. This is our new, sort of the new relaunch of our podcast. Uh, we started last week. This week, it's uh, same name. It's called View from the Cheap Seats, harkening back to our days at ESPN. When we had the cheap seats uh, without Ron Parker. Love it. Love to have you guys here. We're taking a deeper dive into sports for those who are new and joining us. Uh, we're going to give our take on uh, what we feel is are the biggest issues of the sports week and try and have a little fun with it while we interview a guest and then a special guest at the end of the show. That's how this show works. And we hope that we're attracting new people and sports fans who are maybe have heard the same takes being ta- given out there and put out in the public over, over and, and over and over, over again. Uh, we hope to give you a fresh new version of that. And this week, we want to talk about something that came out the week before last, yeah. but it's still in the zeitgeist. Sure. Uh, it's the body issue for ESPN. That is our big take, our top take today. Yeah, I feel like it hasn't really been dealt with in a long time. It's one of those things. It's a great idea, body issue. When, when it when it originally came out, Randy, our friends really helped develop it. Gary Belsky and Neil Fine, Neil Fine, who were the editors in chief at ESPN the magazine, I believe they had a huge hand in creating the body issue. Uh, they were the first ones to say. Let's get these athletes to take their clothes off. And and they got it to happen, which... Let's you know, get in the athletes' pants. Without the promise of cocaine. Yeah, I mean, they pretty amazing that they were able to take to do that. their clothes off. Amazing. But... I, or acting work. From what we, what we gathered from Gary when we talked to him was that the linchpin or sort of the key to the first body issue was getting Serena Williams. That's right. She was it because her body type is not one that is traditionally considered to be traditionally attractive right. female body Strong, as we understood it. She's big bold booty. She, I mean I think she I think she's gorgeous. And I think a lot of people think she's gorgeous. Yep. And I think they were at least at the very least intrigued by what she would look like without her tennis skirt on. And so well what they said what having Serena I believe she was on the cover. Having her or one of the covers they used, having her be a part of it, basically said to the world, this isn't the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. No, we're changing the game up. And it was a great idea. And, and you know, not to use this metaphor, not to overly sexualize something that's already been sexualized, Randy. Yeah. But And I know you agree with me on this. I think... Not over-sexualizing things that have already been sexualized? Yeah, I totally agree with you. And you agree with this. I think that the body issue... Like a great one night stand, should have come and come and gone. Right, stayed for a year or two. Right, and then, then it been away. part of this great memory. Like, remember when we did that? Like remember? a great one night stand. You always think back on it fondly. That was well, a and crazy you, and maybe night. A little, there's a little what if. There's a little. Mm-hmm. What, what if, if would have keep? Do- what if I went down that road? That's right. I guess I'll never know. I'll just always finally remember that crazy night when. I mean, you talk about Serena, I'll talk about Prince Fielder. They should have just played all their cards in one or two issues. When Prince Fielder, the the prince of vegetarianism, and then showed that his body, and you're like, yeah, what like, vegetables how, is he eating? What is how he, many vegetables is how that? How many guy portobello mushrooms is he putting away each meal? 
But what was interesting about it and what you started to learn about it is like, okay, so this guy doesn't have a six-pack. He has a little more of a party ball. Mm-hmm. But he's got a great body for baseball. Mm-hmm. And part of that we, teaches you a little something about the You sport. need a big booty in baseball. Mm-hmm. You need a – It's all about the hip. Think about every year in baseball there's a giant dude – Miguel Cabrera. I wouldn't say Miguel Cabrera has the body of an Adonis. He's a big dude. Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. Big Poppy. Big Poppy. He's going to go in the Hall of Fame. Big Poppy's got a big old booty. And that celebrating that body type was a great call. And at the time, it was great. But this year, putting Ezekiel Elliott on the cover. What does that do? Does nothing for anyone. Oh, great. We're looking at a guy that we can imagine is in great shape in his pads, or he wears a suit to the ESPYs last year with a half shirt. So we already know he has abs. We already know that he gets paid millions of dollars to stay in shape and be in shape. And be a battering ram. Wait a minute. He's got abs. Hold on a second. Are you telling me he's got abs? What what we're saying the is discovery in there's that? no discovery in that in that choice. Who gives a shit? That's basically my attitude. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody wants to see him naked. Nobody cares. If you did a body issue on every punter in the NFL, now, I'm buying that. Now I'm looking the punters of the NFL. Now I'm checking that out. You don't. You have no idea what these the women of professional ping pong. There you go. Who want, who who doesn't want to see that naked? Dog sledders. I watched in. that mush. Mush, I'm in. I'm in because there's something unexpected in that. And ESPN, in like it has in many other ways, has gotten, I think, lazy with this concept. That's right. We got was it. once a great concept. Gary Belsky and Neil Fine now needs to be changed, updated, or gotten rid of. If you chose like a beer softball league from like Minneapolis or St. Paul, mm-hmm. and you were like, like the Gary Gaetti now plays in. Right. Show me those guys naked mm-hmm. just because I think that would be fascinating. I think that would be just interesting. Just because you're, you're highlighting bizarre body types and opening up the discussion. At this point, at this point, the way the body issue is, it's like a notch above porn or Playboy or whatever. Yeah. No, that that's exactly what Playgirl. it is. Girl. You got an attractive female tennis star, a couple people football players, had, a basketball player. How many people do you think had subscriptions to Playgirl? A lot of dudes. What? Oh yeah, maybe it was all dudes. Yeah, it was all dudes. All that's gay true. men, and that's that true. you know, fine. That's your market. That's right. That is your market. But enjoy that and recognize that. Let's get shots of attractive athletes in shape, tastefully photographed naked, holding their rackets and their balls and bats out in nature. Big deal. Big effing deal. Whoop. Does anybody? Does anybody give a crap? Like how in shape? Al Horford is or Isaiah Thomas. He's in this. He's in this. Isaiah year's Thomas. Session. So nobody, nobody. So the point of it is, you you gotta. This started as an out of the box thing, and part of what made it so special was that it was out of the box. They mm-hmm. they were thumbing mm-hmm. their nose at the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue and saying these body types are beautiful too. Well, when you just show us, you know, Lindsey Vaughn or uh, or. Uh, Wozniacki or anyone like that who we, Rory McElroy. who we already know is in shape. Give and, me a body issue with at least three guys from the senior PGA. Lumpy Heron. Give me the body issue with a couple of guys from the senior PGA and a couple of women from the LPGA. Combine the body issue with the where are they now? <laughs> That's a much different thing.
Guy, guy was in the NFL Marcus for 14 Dupree. years. Yeah, there you go. Now he's homeless, living under an underpass. Get that guy naked. That's what I want to see. Or mix that in with the current athletes. And don't tell us. Like, so you what turn a, a page and you're like, a, Charles uh, Barkley? What? what? Uh, Charles Barkley. Rick naked. Mahorn. Like two, the, two pages for his ass. Two pages for Rick Mahorn. He is a fold-out Rick Mahorn for that ass. Ed, Ed, Easy Ed Pinkney. What I know a, we're all just doing like that. What is an Todd athlete? Marinovich today. Trying shriveled to make a ball, Shriveled up. Jose Canseco's shriveled balls. Give me that. Let's see what an athlete looks like 20 years out of the game. Now you're showing me something. That's a fascinating take. That's editorially a, a decision and a choice rather than saying, let's get some hot people and try to sell some magazines. They've cheapened what was once a great idea. They've diluted it. It's not like ESPN hasn't done that before, but now they're doing it. They're doing it once again with the body issue. I guess if that's your thing and you like that, enjoy it. But we say if you want it to not go the way of the slam dunk contest, then let's infuse something exciting and change it up a little bit. That's all we're saying. Yeah. That's all we are. I love that you saying. mentioned the uh I love that you mentioned the slam dunk contest because um you know, I mean, it used to be something that all the best athletes performed in, and now it's not. Kind of like the home run derby used to be something that all the best home run hitters participated in, and now well, yes, until Aaron, this year. Aaron Judge and, and Giancarlo Stanton, those guys are great, and Gary Sanchez and whatnot, but, like, where's Bryce Harper? Where's Mike Trout? Every single one of the best players should be in. Like, that's another issue and another problem, but I love that you bring that up. Thank you. Uh, all right, coming up on the other side of the break, our guest is fantastic. He's unbelievable. We love Nate Bargetzi. Uh He is a great comic, a huge Vandy fan, even though he never went to Vanderbilt. We'll get, his we'll get into on. all of that stuff and then some quick hits with him. Uh, and then uh, later on the show, we actually got a voicemail from Javier Bardem. We'll play that. You are listening to View from the Cheap Seats, the new relaunch of our podcast, which used to be Sclavro Country. This is uh, something else from Chastity Belt. We are the Sclavro Brothers. We'll see you right after the break. Hey, everybody. It's Elaine Welteroth, and I'm hosting a new podcast called Built to Last by American Express, where we will dive deep into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Our debut season will focus on Black-owned small businesses that need our support now more than ever. In each episode, we feature the story of a Black business trailblazer that has inspired a modern Black-owned business. First up is Pinky Cole of Atlanta's food truck turned restaurant, Saletti Vegan. We'll also chat with Hanifa Muemba, the cutting edge designer behind the Hanifa 3D digital fashion show. Plus, we'll check in with Issa Rae, our modern day renaissance woman. We hope that it encourages all of our listeners to support these businesses as well as the black owned businesses in your own communities. Tune in for these amazing stories and others on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. 
At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash Dell EMC. Hey guys, welcome back to View from the Cheap Seats. Uh, we're really excited to have you guys. Line. If you can uh, rate and review this podcast, it'll help it. Uh, we're trying to build iTunes. it. By the way, this is it's coming in the same feed that Scalabra Country has been in for the last seven years. So you're just getting the same podcast, but it's got a new name. We put it in the sports and recreation section of iTunes. So please, again, review it, rate it, All send it to your friends, let tell people know people about, about it. it. Uh, and then tell two people about the stand-up comedy special that our friend who has joined us right now just uh, just put up on Netflix as part of the Comedians series, which has a number of our friends who are uh, six, doing, to be exact, doing great half hours. Nate Bargatze, how hey. are you, buddy? Good, thank you. Nice to see I'm you, man. I'm glad to be a guest. Y'all, y'all moving your podcast so no one's going to be able to find it. No, yeah, no, no. that's our goal. Everyone, yeah, we're trying. hiding it. The key <laughs> is trying to, to hide it. It's like an Easter egg. You, it's, don't, you don't know where it's at. It's like it, a player who goes to play for the Padres. Check your spam folder, and then you can find <laughs> this podcast at now. <laughs> no, we kept, the, we kept the feed, but we're just moving into the sports end. Anyway, uh, you're, so we know you as uh, we connect on so many levels, but one of them is our love of College football, yeah, uh, and our and college sports in general. College sports yeah. in general, but you are the biggest Vandy fan we know. Having never gone to college and never gone to Vandy, yes, number one. Derek Mason <laughs> just said we're not scared of anybody. Really? Yeah, just SEC media days right now. Okay. Right. Uh, I mean, is it is it a bummer for you that Vandy, a team that probably could do pretty well in another conference? As it is in the SEC, which is arguably college, has been college footballs, yeah. college football and college basketball. You have to deal with Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. I think basketball. I think we can compete with Kentucky. They're going to Florida. Uh, yeah, Florida goes back and forth. They haven't. Florida's been, been good Florida for the good. last twenty years. Yeah, but we can beat. We've beat Florida. Uh, we, Kentucky. We. Yes. We, we, it's say straight we, up. We. we have, uh, what? How yeah. did you get into? Like, how did it? I know you live in Tennessee. Yeah, Nashville. Uh, my, I had a cousin coach, an older second cousin. He coached at Vandy uh, in the 70s. So, and my dad, when my dad moved to Nashville from Louisville, Kentucky, where he was from, he uh, moved in with uh, it was Ronnie Bargetzi. And so we grew up We grew up in Vandy. Then my mom worked there. And oh, Okay, so you so have, like, close ties. family. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. has family connections. He I was mean, a color commentator for Vandy basketball. Like, that's when I was, uncle? like, a kid. Yeah. Was the color cousin? Yeah, yeah, cousin. Cousin. yeah, yeah. Wait a second. So, did you what? go to games when you were really little? We did. Yeah, my so. dad would. Get, my dad went a bunch. My dad saw like Barkley playing, you know, and he would go because of Ronnie. And then I went. I saw Shaq. Shaq was like the uh, Shaq for at LSU. LSU. Yeah, he you the, play them yeah, once like, a year. Yeah, so he was the one, <laughs> the oldest guy that I remember seeing. But was he just a freak, like like unlike yeah, any enormous. other player? Yeah, you're like him this and guy. that Chris. Uh, was it Chris Jackson? Chris uh, Jackson. Yeah, he changed his name. Mohamed yeah. Abdul Rauf. Yeah, who had Tourette's, and yeah. he was that. Combo. He was one of the best scorers in college basketball history. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. I watched Ben Simmons uh, two years ago. And? He's probably one of the best players I've ever seen live uh, in a college game. Really? Just because he was he like dropped, so— He had 30, and he said he was going to have 30 before the game. And then, like, he came <laughs> out and balls. just had 30. And they just had 30. Just dropped 30. Who has those balls? That's uh, like you saying, yeah. I'm going to kill tonight. You don't but, know yeah. if you're going to But kill there are them. moments where you do see those athletes who rise up out of no, like, everybody's amazing, but then there's that guy who's like, he I can mean, jump yeah. a foot higher. He can just He's get just, a little higher and do a little more dynamic. I'm thing. actually super excited for where the Philadelphia 76ers will go yeah. in the next couple of years. I think this league, in once the Golden State Warriors have had their run, and they're going to win three or four. Yeah. I, unless, barring injuries, if they stay healthy, they win three or four in the next five years. I'm not joking. Yeah. But I'm excited to see if they can hold them together. The Timberwolves mm. and the – because you might see a Timberwolves – uh, Philadelphia 76ers which NBA championship, would, which would be crazy be like to think the about. 60s. Yeah, <laughs> right? Like the, that's like teams that you'd hear about. In like, but you see yeah. Ben Simmons leading that team, and you see Markel Fultz leading that team, yeah. and Joel Embiid. I, I love it. And by the way, I would love to even see, you could see if the Lakers actually do something to get Paul George or Russell Westbrook mm. or both or LeBron. You don't know who's coming in the next yeah. couple of years. If the Lakers do wind up getting that whole sort of a setup, that you could have Lakers Boston for years again. I, I watched uh, the when, summer league. Uh, I've been watching Boston so much Lakers. summer league. I've never watched that, and but I wanted never. to see Lonzo Ball, and then and they were they were playing. Uh, what Celtics. was your take on Lonzo Ball? Because I have an opinion on him. Uh, you know, I thought uh, he is fun. Some, some, sometimes I think it's like his passes feels like it's a guy like trying to do too many crazy passes. Right. But I figure he's just young and like. Uh, it's like a comedian who uses too many words. Yeah. Like <laughs> I feel like, like just cut some yeah, of just, that. I, yeah. You don't need that long of a setup. You're, which uh, it's a great transition. By the way, I we saw you last night at the improv. Yeah. And I was like, we can't talk. We cannot have a conversation. We, 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 yeah. It will ruin this podcast if we just, so I was like, get out of my head. Which we've anything. had no conversation that we would have had last night has happened yet. By the way, that's so been, true. Yeah, but I was won't. like, we, we, could have had, we could have had all the conversations we no, wanted to last yeah, night. Yeah. I was like, I love you. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I went home and just in. After we did a spot at the comedy store. After we did a spot at the comedy store. So we left you at the improv, then went up to the comedy store. No, then we went into the improv, did a set. Then we went up to the comedy store, did a set. And then I came home and on the way home plugged my phone into the car and listened to and was watching, which is very dangerous yeah. to be driving and doing both those things. And then sat in my driveway at 1239. Now, I had to be up at 6 this morning oh. to wake my kids up and get them ready for camp. I sat in my driveway and listened through my phone and through my car and watched your stand-up special on Netflix. Oh, wow. Like, there were a couple of moments in there the ordering of the drink at Starbucks, yeah. that whole run. Obviously, I love the whole reptile store at the end, which I've seen and yeah. whatnot. But that one and the hammock, that whole, those <laughs> runs. What I was it, like four bits? No, the, no, no. You no. had a bunch. You had a yeah, bunch, it's a in bunch there. of bits, yeah. The, lo- the last one's a long one. Last one's a long one. Last yeah. one's like four minutes yeah. but or five minutes. But I'm telling you, there were just sublime moments of. Uh, it's just magic to me because you are so calm on stage. You are so, like, relaxed. Just the way you walked into that special I thought was really cool. Yeah, they did that awesome. Uh, came in to Cleopatra, the Lumineers, who let us use that song, which was very cool. That's amazing. They didn't charge yeah. you for it? 
I mean, they, you know, unless Netflix is, I'm not, I don't have a bill. Like, yeah, they send me something. <laughs> like, like $700,000. Like, man, this was a what? This God, was, this yeah. cost me my house. Ooh, I'm looking to sell our house. Just, uh, just for a half hour yeah, special. Yeah, we're selling a couple more tickets. Not that much crazy. Uh, Where did you shoot it at? It looks here, like, L.A. What uh, theater? It, no, it was, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the place. It was like a restaurant. But what? it's a. Re- it, it was a. Uh, it would be a restaurant, but they have like the, it looks like they would they do look like there. the El Rey or something yeah, like yeah. that. But it was At a restaurant downtown. Yep. yep. Cicadas is that the restaurant? Yes. Dude, yes. You the restaurant? I've been in, I've been to a wedding at that restaurant, and yeah. that was the restaurant from Pretty Woman. No, she wow. snapped the thing. Where she snapped the thing. Yeah. His thing. flew up. Yeah. Uh, there he snapped the thing on her finger, and she laughed. Right. No, that's where she said. She was saying something to him, and he called her a dirty whore and slapped her across the face. Wait, that never happened. And then he stuck pretty... a hamster up his ass. No, that That's never happened. Like, that ever happened in Pretty Women? I don't know. I don't know. It's little. I don't know. Why it's am I calling it Pretty women. women? Pretty Women. It's Why am I making them plural? Hot chicks? Is that the... <laughs> I'm making them plural. Uh, no, but that you did it. It was phenomenal job. You Thank should be you. so proud of it. As I'm, I'm sure very happy. Are. I was, uh, yeah. You know, it's like you, you guys would know. Like it's like once you get done taping it, though, you always feel like you're like this is gonna. I don't think it's good. Like, you know, <laughs> yes, there's really? that moment. You have no, a moment. That moment. Yeah. I, what I love is the person you. You know, comedy is best when it is the most personal. Yeah. When you can connect with it, the person you portray. The guy who wakes up at three in the morning and wakes up to have a fight with his wife about uh, dog pills is so specific and haven't heard it before. Totally uniquely you. That I, I was just I was so happy and proud for you. Thank you. If that makes Thank sense. You. So if anybody has Netflix, you definitely want to check out the yeah. series. I don't know if anyone has it, Rand. Yeah. You know, if anybody, go, anybody, first of all, go out and get Netflix. I don't know if you, how come people are Do a free trial. Now yeah. people yeah. haven't heard of Netflix. <laughs> Give it a shot. All you they gotta send, they send you two discs. Yeah. To you. <laughs> you, know. you have to order it. Go ahead and order it now because it will take a couple weeks to get to you. <laughs> They'll send you the disc of his thing and then you watch it and then put it in an envelope and mail it back out. You, <laughs> what if that's the only way? You think way, anybody still does the that? Only way, like, is anybody, like, still on that, like, they're, like, grandfathered <laughs> in, and they still are in that plan? I don't have a computer. I yeah. do have a DVD player. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't have a computer? Uh, There's got to be some people. There's got to be some there old. There definitely are some people who still do it that way. All right. So we were we were talking briefly about Vandy, because we our fandom for the University of Michigan kind of runs similar to yours. And I wonder if we had never gone to college. It's amazing, because... You never went. You know? Did you have any desire to go to college or no? I mean, I probably would have. Uh, my education level put a stop to a lot of it. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't. It wasn't like they were knocking on my door. I couldn't get in. I was, literally couldn't get in. No, Are you that, joking? No, I'm, I didn't go. I went to uh, community college for a year. I went to Western for a semester, so I did get in there. But then I just fell out. Like uh, Western, I failed what? bowling. Western what? Kentucky. Are you serious? You failed. Yeah. You were a hilltopper for a semester. I was a hilltopper for a semester, so I have a little. How do you fail bowling? You just didn't show up. She just didn't show up. I'm a good bowler. I've bowled a 266. So, what? Yeah. You did not bowl a 266. Yeah. I've, we used to bowl. I, that's the bad part. Is, is that like, the most exercise you've ever done in your life? It's. I mean, my arm was killing me. Do you know I've been taking my son bowling, and in the last like month, I bowled Jay a 210 is, and a 201. He is uh, really good. And he I is, throw a hook, and I yeah, throw, I did, like, yeah. does it the right way. Yeah, let's go t- bowling, man. Takes I, would a love lot it. Of, I love it. He takes a lot off it. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, I don't throw it too fast. That's good. What size ball? 11? 11 miles per hour. Oh, no, I, no, I take a 13, size 13 yeah. ball. It's so funny because I th- I think of your comedy as 
super smart. Like actually your your perceptions of yourself and your understanding of yourself is you don't make it a big deal. You mentioned that you didn't go to college. Like yeah. you mentioned in there, but like it's not a big you, you actually have yet a strangely very aware view of yourself. Like Paul F. Tompkins didn't finish college. How crazy is that? He's one of the smartest yeah. people we know. It's just Look, for what we do, it's not exactly something that you necessarily no, need. Yeah. I think I'm good at, like, knowing. I was, because I, uh, I was, like, talked about it with, like, uh, I, I'm good at knowing. I'm smart, like, in my world. Totally. Right. I know how to take advantage of, like, my dumbness almost. Like, yeah. I know, like, to be very, I'm very self-aware, which is a very comedian thing. We're very hypersensitive to, like, all interactions and... Right, and you under kind of to, to fully understand the situation. Like, in order to make a joke, that's something you college, have to fully understand it. But if college were, for example, for you, like if there was a design thing which was like almost like social awareness, yeah. if that was a major, yeah. you know, sociology in a sense, because that's really what comedians are. They're kind of sociologists. They're anthropologists. Or anthropologists. We like, study human behavior. We study human yeah. behavior. We try to understand it, certainly our own behavior, and then draw larger the, the class would be like... Just two people walking towards each other and be like, "You got to figure out what you're gonna do." <laughs> like that's all the class is. Like it's just one oh one, baby. 101? That's go, it. You that's know? it. What now are you gonna do? Both go right. It's like that's what I'm. That's the that's, problem. That's the thing. That's, I always. I know myself. Yeah. I always go right. I don't know what you're gonna do, so I don't understand you. But you understand the situation. Uh, but that is. I wonder if we never went to college, if we would have been the same way with like Mizzou, because growing up we were like huge University of Missouri fans. Yeah. Big eight. Big eight sports. Yeah, it was that's like the an big old, eight. Yeah. Remember the big eight? It was Nebraska, yeah. Oklahoma, Missouri, Kansas. I don't even think was Kansas State even in there. No, no. and Oklahoma State was in there. It was Texas. I no. can't even remember the other teams that were in there, but like those were the teams. And yeah. it was the big eight. It was Missouri. We were Missouri football fans. Phil Bradley. Uh, I think the, Iowa State was in there. Yeah. But like, you know, that was who we. That's what we rooted for, and that was our thing. So for you to have that connection with— Yeah. Well, you all get it with that being down there. Like, you were college is huge. And I mean, you're going to know it as Michigan, too. I mean, how many, how many Michigan fans go there? Like, there's a ton that don't. I don't think people understand how big Vandy is for people. You know what I mean? Like, Well, or Michigan or Vandy for me. For they, you, but, like, for people, is it that big for Arrow no, fans? You know, I'm friends with a lot of people that didn't go to Vandy and that are Vandy fans. Uh, how, who, how does that happen? Well, because we're just down there. Like. Yeah. You know, most people are UT fans, Tennessee fans. Uh, so that's where most went. And then Van- I have a whole – I want my daughter to be a, a Vandy. I think it builds character to be a fan of – Of the you know, of the less of popular, the, the harder yeah. to choose. Yeah, to also, have to sit through that. The idea of being a sports fan in a music city is interesting as well. Yeah, because- I'm poor. I'm not even a big music fan. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's like. I'm not. You don't like go check out a bunch of music down. No, in I have no desire to. No. How about uh, going to the Nashville, like the the Country Music Hall of Fame? You've been. I've there? been there. Yeah. What, what did you think of that? Taylor I Swift think it, exhibit. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. Are you a big Taylor Swift fan? Yeah. Is your daughter a big Taylor Swift fan? Uh, too I young. Mean, too, young too young. Yeah. Too young to get. She's it. six months old, Randy. She's saying. not even. We're <laughs> we're planning on having kids. <laughs> but she is a big Taylor. So daughter to be. Yeah. Uh, no, but there. It, it's interesting because you know down in Nashville, it's a very creative community. Yeah. Like it is sort of like like the Vandy. Best. It's an anomaly in the South. Vandy's a great school, like a really hard to get into yeah, school, yeah. and it's a top level school. And 
sports, it's kind of interesting. It's almost like Northwestern, like where yeah. Northwestern sports got kind of good. Yeah. Like they're not they a powerhouse. in the tournament. Yeah. They're not a powerhouse, but Vandy kind of, you got to watch out for them. Yeah. They're good. You know what's, uh, so we're doing good in recruiting right now. Like uh, the football, we're like top 20 for 2018. We've got some huge recruits. Like we had a lot of four-star guys. Basketball is like really doing a lot of crazy stuff. But what someone said about recruiting with Vandy too is like these kids that are getting recruited to Vandy, they don't know that Vandy was like, didn't go to a bowl game for 20-something years. Because they were, they first bowl yeah, game is we've been to four since 2008. So James time, Franklin. By the time they're self-aware, 2008, like yeah. they could have been eight years old. Now they're 18. Right. And so now they're like, oh, Vandy's like the team. And Vandy baseball, we won a college world. So that's, oh, yeah, you guys have a great baseball team. Yeah, they're like. Was, was did No, David Price. David Price. He did. went there. Yeah, yeah. he went we to lost to, Yeah, we lost to Michigan in the regionals with David Price, who went the number one pick. We thought for sure we would. Uh, go all the way. Go all the way. And, and he we lost. Uh, Vandy's Vandy. one of those teams. Like every year you see Vandy, you see Rice. Yeah, Vandy is always great. Yeah, baseball like they've done like you know they're like we lose we're like Alabama now like where it's like we lose guys uh, because of the draft because we have people committed to us and then they all end they up, get drafted they and get then two million like, dollars. College. Yeah. Well, do you, do you have a professional baseball team that you root for or no? I was a Braves fan growing up, and then uh, I imagine everybody in that area was a Braves because you've yeah. got TBS. Yeah, you just watch Braves. You watch games. Braves, but there are a lot of Cardinals fans in Cardinals too. too. My buddy, one of my guys that I moved with, to start comedy, is a huge Cardinals fan, and uh, that's so yeah. It was either or; it was either Cardinals or Braves. I uh, all pro sports. I I'm lucky now that like I've, besides the Titans are yeah. my, that I'm really invested in. Right, but I was so much invested with Vandy. That so now like pro I like like for basketball and baseball I can kind of just I'll kind of follow Vandy guys and I want them to do good right but I just league. want I want like the best games I am that way too with yeah. the NBA because we never had an NBA team I'm like please give us a good series yeah please let this NBA finals go more it's than nice five to games. not have like a real a, hard right like, then you, you can like, enjoy a good game because because we care about it our sports so much or the teams we love yeah. so that much it's actually that not it fun to watch it's a relief it. yeah D- didn't i like once email you or text you during like a game a football game yeah. and i was like no i texted him i was I like, texted, I was like congrats man you guys are doing great you were up by like 17 at the half yeah. and you were like please don't do shut that shut up yeah. and don't do that <laughs> and, then you yeah. and then you lost and then you lost and i was <laughs> like i did it it's my fault yeah. we did i, I mean did how stupid you. is that yeah. that we believe in that superstition oh it's a huge yeah i throw my phone I, did you throw your phone? I don't know. I don't know. Have you scared I your did, daughter? Have yeah. you scared your daughter by yelling at a TV? No, I had someone that did. Uh, scared your daughter? Yeah. Uh, someone was at your house watching, watching a, a, Vandy a Vandy game, game yeah. yelled so loud that yeah. you had to then protect your well, daughter. Well, yeah. He, he was like, it's, <laughs> Keith Alberstadt, a very funny comedian. Uh-huh. That's uh, He actually went to Vandy. <laughs> and uh, he gets way into it. Uh, and he screened at the TV. And he gets very. Uh, was your very daughter vocal. crying? Literally, was your daughter crying? No, I don't. Uh, I don't think it was like it was a. It was a scary where you like, everybody just kind of looks. You know, someone yells, you're like, "All right, uh, what's the matter with?" Uh, let's let's take but it I down. Get it. But yeah, I get lo- it. But I do love, like you said, like going like. Uh, NBA, like, you know, I, like, kind of want LeBron. I just like to watch the greatness. Like I'm the same way in that I I think we generationally root for, we want the guy from our generation to be the best of all time. Which, yeah. by the way, we already had it with Michael Jordan and, yeah. and Magic Johnson. I always think we skipped uh, Kobe 
because we had Michael Jordan and Kobe was too quick for us to wrap our head around. Post and then that's why post Jordan. So now you can get on board. I can get on board with LeBron because it's been far enough removed that I'm like searching for it. But I missed Kobe his entire career just like because it was like Jordan and then Kobe like blended in with it. And right. then because there's it's crazy to me when people are like Kobe did not Kobe Kobe did a lot of things to make himself not likable yeah. which is a bummer you know because he was such a great player yeah, but yeah. he did a lot like he came out the league initially his father you know he played soccer in Europe he wasn't like this he he suffered from a lot of things that like Chris Webber suffered from yeah. and that Chris Webber always had this thing of wanting to be the fab 5 were like totally heroes of the street yeah. like street ballers and those people just love the fab 5 when they came up but Chris Webber went to country had both parents went to country day high school was like this you know had white and black friends wasn't like and yet he was a mean dude on the court and he projected this thing like he could went and just did a bunch of street he won't talk about it either he will not talk about it at all it's so funny because we've met him and he's a great guy really funny and and super smart and i love him on the on tv too. love him when he calls games but like the idea i think kobe had that same problem is that he was just this really gifted athlete but didn't come up through this didn't come up like Iverson. Yeah, like yeah, Iverson yeah. gets way more respect than yeah. Kobe does. Yeah, and meanwhile Kobe had a way better career. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. crazy. Five titles. Five titles. Iverson zero. Okay. Yeah, Iverson had nobody ever. Like boy, they went to the finals that one year again, and they lost. And they to got the swept. To, yeah. Got swept by the Lakers. Yeah. Oh no, they won one game. I think. I yeah, think it was I think four they won. to one. Yeah, but either even still, like yeah, he had nobody with him. He was doing it all by himself. He's unbelievable. I, are you watching the three on three at all? I haven't seen it yet, but I'm very interested in it. I mean, it's one of those that I think will be fun to watch and cool. Then I think you watch like a couple, you're like, all right, they're like 50. And like, then you're just going <laughs> to. Yeah, like but there's no on. senior circuit for basketball. We're saying there's a senior PGA, but there's yeah. no senior circuit for basketball. You know, I have trouble with senior PGA. Like, uh, and I was, I actually talked to someone, an older guy that was like a, a golfer, because I was like, is it, do you, can you watch the senior PGA? Because you watch those guys now, like so. so you watch golf. On I TV. watch golf a lot. So sure. like, ti- like you know, but like Tiger Woods. That's and the like most that. exercise you get in a weekend is watching golf. Watching golf. <laughs> I walk. Uh, I walk in place with them. <laughs> uh, they. Let's uh, go to the ninth. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have my daughter pulling a little caddy. Uh, and your they, other friend from Vandy scaring the yeah. <laughs> They, uh, Vandy Golf is number one in the country. Uh, that's a real, they lost in the that's tournament. But. So they, the uh, fact that you know that. Yeah. <laughs> lost to Oregon. Uh, so, <laughs> but they, like, watching, like, because I was wondering, it's like, you're kind of disconnected watching the senior PGA. But I was like, I wonder if my guys that I watch when your gen- when our generation become the seniors, them, will the we seniors, care? Will I be like, oh yeah, I still love it now. Totally, they're still playing at a high level. I, I think you will. I really yeah. think you will. Once those guys cross over, like truthfully, I think if Tiger had any balls, he would join the senior tour now. And yeah. he's got the back of a sixty-eight year old <laughs> man, so and he just dominates like Gary Player. <laughs> they have to they just make the courses longer. <laughs> it's like this is what we so we can relive what it was like. He when he like was fucks with F- Fuzzy Zeller again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 feel horrible. And that, that would be amazing, that and that would be, be mad. Who's your favorite golfer out there playing right now? Um, Who do you Jordan enjoy? Spieth is I, he's the one I've made wild claims. That I think he could break Tiger's because record. he has a special needs sibling. Or uh, I didn't know that. So he's so I, good with his special needs sister. Yeah. I, I love him so much, and I love what he is for golf. Yeah, because yeah. you. Si- By the way, I know that sounds like I'm not joking. I'm saying. Because he has dealt with a 
family member that needed more attention than him. Yeah. Growing oh, yeah. up, he is a more selfless person. To me, he'd be the best teammate. He is the, yeah. he is a more selfless person. He had to put aside his stuff. Where most of these athletes and most of these kids, as you know, growing up, especially following recruiting, they get their basically metaphorically get their dick sucked since they're like nine yeah. years old. Yeah. So for them to then at least put aside and be like, there's another world outside of me yeah. right now. That's pretty amazing. That's why LeBron's so impressive. I mean, that guy could be a nightmare. And he he, he di- should be a nightmare. He should be a nightmare. And maybe he is. Maybe yeah. he is. We well, don't know. But there's no, been but never it, any, like, the... Oh, yes. yeah. There's never been anything important. And I don't even... His decision, I disagree with all of that. Like, everybody talks about that. But, like, he he raised a ton of money for the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. Like, that was, like, who... Like, that... And, but, it, you know, it's like, who cares? Who cares like, because he, got, he said he, he screwed Cleveland over. And, by the way, he's going to screw Cleveland over again. By yeah. the moves that Cleveland's doing, like, he's gone. Cleveland, and, enjoy you know, him for one fault? more year. Nope. He, enjoy him for one more yeah. year, and then he's gone. And blame the ownership. And blame the ownership for getting rid of the GM. But he came back and won for you. He He turned you you, into a city of champion. But when he was down and he got a ton of shit for saying, we're not going to win just one, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six. Well, guess what? He went to seven finals in a row. So he didn't go to just one, two, three, four, five. He went to seven. So he put himself. And he got to game seven and lost twice. So he could have won Four, five. Yeah, yeah. He's won three. He could have yeah. won five. Yeah, it's un- it's unbelievable. And and on his own, it's not like he's the, you know, the the super team thing is like I get like the going to Miami and stuff, but it's uh you know I don't know, it's not the same. So I mean, and I'll give the Warriors they did theirs through the draft besides Kevin Durant. So like that it, that does mean something. But uh, their team is like it's like stupid. Like it's not fair. Yeah. It doesn't feel fair for the league. Well, it doesn't feel fair for the Clippers and the even Rockets. the Houston Rockets or the San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio Spurs feel to us like the St. Louis Cardinals of basketball. Yeah. Like they were once great, great organization. Still have all their pieces small in place. Small market team with small a lot of wins. Small market team with a lot of wins still have, you know, great rich tradition. Everyone else hates them unless you're from San Antonio. There's yeah. not one person in Idaho who's like I'm a huge Spurs fan. Yeah. Nobody, yeah, because they did it the right way, but under the radar a little bit, and and yet they were, and they're amazing with a great coach. So crazy. That's what like Cleveland. That's what I think there is the coach. Like if LeBron would like, you know, take you get a real coach, like yeah. that would help. Like Tyron lose, like not that he's, but you're like it's like your boy. Yeah, like, you're like, it's your buddy. Yeah, yeah. it's your buddy. Yeah. It's like yeah, you want to. He's come my coach? manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when like a rap guy, like, or... like in timeouts, for Tyron's like, I don't, you know, what do you guys think? I don't even know. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like that's just what he says. But, yeah, it's like, right. you want to drop a play? Should yeah, we? Should, should we? we? Do we need? What to? are we doing? What are we doing after the game? Yeah. Uh, all right, well, let's take a break. Yes. And when we come back, we got Nate Bargatze with us. We'll do a little quick hits. Again, check out his Netflix half-hour special. Uh, it is amazing as part of the comedians. I think it's episode the one. Stand-ups. Of the stand-ups. Stand-ups. Yeah. stand-ups. Episode Jesus. one. It's well, called one of comedians. The stand-ups. The stand-ups. It's episode on Netflix. One. It's on Netflix. Heavily, heavily promoted right now, and, and definitely. You've got to check it out. This is a great song from uh, F.J. McMahon. A friend of mine just saw him play. Is he still alive? Still alive. Put out one album. It's called Sister Brother, uh, Spirit of the Golden Juice. Was he an army dude? Yeah, he was like a military guy. Unreal. All right, we'll be back with more View from the Cheap Seats with our buddy Nate and Quick Hits right after this. Do you understand? Support for this podcast comes from WGU. Do you want a more skilled and effective workforce? 
Do you want to build loyalty and increase employee retention? A partnership with Western Governors University could be exactly what you need. Over 300 organizations nationwide already count on WGU for valuable education benefits that lead to better prepared and more capable workers. With more than 60 accredited bachelor's and master's programs to choose from and shorter credential programs coming soon, WGU has long been a leader in making quality higher education more accessible. Flexible online learning is the key. Students can fit schooling around their existing schedules and even complete courses and degrees sooner than planned. WGU makes earning a respected degree possible with just a computer and an internet connection. Partner with WGU today to make a smart investment in your company's and employees' future. Learn more at wgu.edu slash partnerships. That's wgu.edu slash partnerships. Introducing the new Verizon Business Unlimited plans. Now you can pick a plan for as low as $30 a month per line with AutoPay. Get 5G nationwide, plus massive data capacity, plus spam blocking features. And with Verizon Business Unlimited, you can mix and match the right plans for your business so you get more of what you need and none of what you don't. From Verizon, the network businesses rely on. 5G nationwide available in 1,800 plus cities on most VZ 5G devices. Monthly per line pricing with 5 plus lines on Biz Unlimited Start. Device payment, smartphone purchase, auto pay, and paper free billing required. Terms apply. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. In the break, uh, we were just talking about uh, what it what it feels like to be around another comedian and dive deep into sports unapologetically. Yeah, it's a, it's a unbelievable. That's a huge like when you go on the road with someone or something, you're like you're just like please be like a sports fan, just because you're like it's almost like comedy. So like comedians, we can hang out with each other because we can talk about comedy, and that's like brings us. You could almost hang out with anybody you've never met. And sports are like that where you're like just please be a fan. And sometimes they're like yeah, I like sports, and you can talk to them for two seconds, and you're like you're not you don't sports. like sports. you don't know yeah you don't really like sports i mean when we go on the road i'm looking at my this is this is how much i look ahead and and gauge sports because it's hard for me when i'm home cuz i have little kids yeah. to watch a college football game on a saturday yeah. cuz the kids have activities they want to do things my family yeah. doesn't want to hang around while i just sit in front of the tv and stew and so i try to find ways to do it at home it's harder at home but i looked ahead into our fall and we have like 7 or 6 Stand up, stand up weekends. weekends. Yeah, and when we're away for a stand up weekend, I'm like, give me those three hours. I'm I'm on the road, yeah. and I am gonna watch my game yeah. somewhere. And I'm go to so a Buffalo excited. Wild Wings uh, and just rip it up, time, yeah. just yeah. go all the way. But there's a it mo- feels so indulgent. It feels so indulgent. So they're like, yeah, I'm gonna go watch the late game. The the I'm gonna go watch the LSU Alabama game. I'm gonna go watch this. You know, I mean, yeah. just again, you're watching a late game as you're getting ready for your show at night. There is yeah, the green room. Just have yes, it on. Like, it is like yeah. there is something sweet about that whole. But experience. there is a thing about I think a lot of comedians because there is sort of like nerd culture in a great way. Has we we're a part of that too. We love music and we love we can talk about movies comedy. and music and yeah. comedy and all that stuff. But like I think there is a small subsection in there of sport of comedians who love sports but just don't talk about it as much. Yeah, there's dot. I mean, like there's new uh, Dan Soder, Joe List. Dan Soder's on that stand-up too. Like they're like they're huge like uh, sports real sports fans. fans yeah. They're real sports fans that can like talk about it. Like uh, you know, a lot of the guys from Boston would have been you know. But yeah, there's just not uh, there's not a ton of them, and there it's it's brutal. I think it was one good. of the reasons why we are in this process and why we moved this podcast because we felt like we had for seven years figured out and exhausted to the point where we're like, okay, we basically have gotten all the people who love comedy and also love sports 
you know, who would be interested in this podcast here. But now it's time to expand it out because we really do have a real passion for sports and have real opinions about the world as it exists in through the prism of sports that we should take that to a larger sports audience and that's why we're here that and that's what you know do you ever have it like if you go to like uh, to do like sports radio like on the road or something yeah, yeah. and you want to go in you're like hey i'll talk sports can y'all please talk and then some like well let's just talk about your career and you're like all i want to do is talk all about i want to do is yeah, talk yeah, sports yeah. we're like get, we steer it we steer we, it we into say it. give us whatever we are up on it all so just yeah. give us whatever you yeah, want to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. and then we have takes yeah as long as you have a, a hot take yeah. on something you and, just, and in our case we try to make them funny yeah, yeah yeah so so then you're then they'll, they'll keep going and then you combine the two well so we have a couple of stories in that, that happened in the la- in that spirit in the last couple uh in the week or two and that we want to go over with you just because it's interesting i know does nashville nashville has a soccer team doesn't it they just got an mls one, team yeah and yeah, will you start stadium. going to those games my brother's a huge uh soccer fan so he uh well i would probably i would go uh and cool. we talked about Vandy Stadium. Like they're talking about, like splitting the stadium is a big talk. Right. Like, uh, what's, so, what's interesting is that MLS as like I look at the MLS as like tween books. It's like the only thing that's like kind of growing. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Okay, so like if you look in books, like no books are selling at all except for books for teenagers. Yeah, and I know because I have a twelve-year-old and like she loves to read, and yeah. she, we're like, how many books can we get her? Because it's part of the school curriculum. It's just it. Same with like MLS, MLS soccer. and yeah. soccer in the United States. I feel like is growing at an astronomical. Well, because rate. they're putting teams in cities that have like maybe one other sports franchise, so you get a, or none or none. So yeah. You put a team in Portland. Yeah. All right, they've got the Trailblazers, but what do you do the rest of the year? Yeah, now so you the got Timbers, the Timbers sell yeah. out every year, yeah. and like you know, again. and then the game, and they put it at old stadium right in the heart of the town. If you walk by that stadium, no. it's incredible in Portland. Like dug into the ground, almost reminds me of Michigan Stadium, and like it's right in the heart of the cool part of the city, yeah. and people just walk in and check out a game, and they sell out every game, and it's phenomenal. But can soccer overtake hockey, which I believe is on, sadly, on the decline? Uh, I mean, come well, on, you're Predators. a huge Predators fan. No, well, they uh, had a whole, uh, <laughs> the Predators, like, they because they were in the Stanley Cup this year, and, like, ESPN, like, would not talk about it. And it made me so furious. Yeah. Because they were, like, they would talk around it. They would, like, like I'd watch PTI. Which is the greatest show I've ever seen in my life, and they're but they would like when they would talk better about than the, the Sopranos. It's better than yeah, it's better than uh, Breaking Bad. All of those combined, yeah. uh, <laughs> It is the Breaking Bad uh, of argument shows. Yeah. Right? They but they he would talk around the Predators because it's like they would be like they're not a hockey team. Like all that. and it would make me so mad. Big. They've been selling out for seven years. Like I, you know, we. How about the fact that going. this past summer? Last summer, right now is about the is the Montreal Comedy Festival is happening. Yeah, last year we were we at were the Montreal the Comedy PK. Festival together, yeah. doing the PK Subban uh, gala where yeah. he hosted it, and people wrote great comedy for him. We wrote our, we did a hockey joke right out of the gates. Yeah, we're like it's so great to to be here in Montreal, like the last Canadian city to win the Stanley Cup, and that gives hope to other Canadian cities like Toronto that they, too, someday will get a hockey team. <laughs> Such a great joke. They loved it. And it was like, but it was, someone wrote, people wrote great jokes for yeah. PK, and we got to hang with him in that small oh, hotel yeah. room afterwards. He was so nice. Yeah. He, but you could tell he's like a huge star. Yeah. He leaves Montreal Goes to Nashville and they make the Stanley Cup. They yeah. have the sickest run ever. They beat our Blues. Sickest run ever. Yeah. But my question is, I went to o- Game Six. Other than, did you really? Yeah. Other than all the fans who are in the arena, 
Do you think there were like massive swaths of Nashville that didn't even know they have a hockey team? No, I don't. I mean, you I don't. I think no. They've been. That's that's the that's the thing that drives me crazy sometimes. Is like it's like just selling it. Like they they don't. Uh, it's like just do your homework. Like they've really been. Nashville almost lost their team. A guy wanted to sell it, and then they got everybody. Like the fans kind of went crazy. Like no, we 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 like it. And then they they've been selling out for like the past seven years. We've had these like crazy runs and like so it's like they've been. You Are know, there bars filled around Nashville Dude, they, in the game? The, Broadway shut like so Bridgestone Arena and then Broadway's like the street right out in front of it. That's downtown. They shut it down for when they were home and away of the Stanley Cup. And, and there was twenty thousand people time. outside. So that's really exciting to me. That's super exciting and and great for you guys. And we it's great for hockey. You know, it they is need good. It. They, they need... hockey needs it because hockey is. This is my point in this whole thing. Is yeah. that I, I do think it's great that you guys. Change your logo, uh, the Predators, from to a saber tooth tiger from Jerry Sandusky. I thought that, it yeah. felt like it was a little think, yeah. on the nose, a little on the, the nose right as move. far as like the, <laughs> and the Nashville Predators has a better ring than the Nashville Sexual Predators. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so, uh, but I feel like MLS could overtake the NHL if they don't start yeah. capitalizing on what you're talking about. And I think basically MLS players need to start acting like. NFL, NBA, MLB players and start getting more public DUIs. That that is our that yes. is my That's take what, right yeah. here. Need to be in the face. Well, ask and I ask and then we shall receive Orlando City SC's Kyle or Kyle Laren, Kyle C Y L E number mm-hmm. one arrested for Weird. DUI after driving on the wrong side of the road. Orlando City forward Kyle Laren or Laren was wait. Uh, Orlando has a soccer team. Yep. Was arrested early this morning for driving. Do they rep the- Orlando or like one of the countries of Epcot? I think one of the countries. <laughs> Lauren, the number one pick in the 2015 MLS draft, can be seen uh, almost hitting another vehicle head on in the dash cam video after being stopped by a state trooper, told that he was driving on the wrong side of the road. Lauren replied, Oh, I didn't know that. I'm not from here. I'm from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Do they drive on the other side of the street in I Canada? Mean, so if you go high enough. He's, not, he's, he's not from here. He's not from here. He he's initially told the officer that he had not had any alcohol that night before revising his answer to two or three drinks. Yeah. Which you know what that means. Oh, I tell my Six wife. Six or seven. I tell my wife two or three. That's what, <laughs> that's what I tell. How many drinks? Does your you wife have? drink or no? Uh, yeah, but I mean, barely. Not I mean, like she's you. Not a comedian on the road. <laughs> <laughs> and there's always that moment in the South where they're like, "You want it to go cup?" That was the thing that I. Oh yeah. That I couldn't. In, and when we were in New Orleans and yeah. we were we were doing shows, we went out with a friend of ours, and, and we're like going to do our show, and he's like. We're like, we have to leave in five minutes, Rob. Can we go? And he orders another beer. We're like, dude, we got to go. Why? We got to go to he our show. He takes the beer up to he's the like, that's fine. Gets it to go a solo cup from the bar, pours his beer in it, goes out, p- takes his kids' toys out of the cup holder in his minivan, sticks the beer in and starts driving. Yeah. It's and like, then he's what? like, and then a car pulls up to the side of the road in front of us. He's like, watch this. We're like, what? watch what? He opens up the door, and a guy leans out and pukes, and then they just keep driving. <laughs> it's like, Nolens! 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 He was named Rookie of the Year in 2015 and the number one MLS player under 24 years old. He's also a star for the Canadian national team. MLS released a statement confirming that Lauren will be uh, assessed by doctors from the league's substance abuse and behavioral health program before being cleared for any participation in team activities. Other players with DUI arrests have typically received a three- or four-game suspension. Uh, I think this is it's he, good for the MLS. It's good for the MLS. Good, yeah. It gets him out there. I think he just needs to maybe, if he wants to bring more attention, 
uh, push his girlfriend on a stack of guns. Yeah, on a stack of guns. <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts to Piled? build up a cache yeah. of, <laughs> of weapons. Of weaponry and then push your girlfriend. I would love to know what car he's driving. Like, is it like a normal? Because like, yeah, how much money can they make? MLS like, have a lot it's of like Camry. 30 grand a year. It's, it's, like a Camry. Camry. it's, like, it's, it's sensible, but he yeah. took the Camry to the limit. Yeah. Of course, only in Portland, Oregon could this event happen. And how happy are we? I mean, I know you spent time in Portland. Did you yeah. ever go to do the Bridgetown Comedy mm-hmm. Festival? Fucking yep. so great. Right. Uh, how happy are we that, like, how happy is Portland that they got this event and Austin didn't? Yes, we're talking about the world, the world naked bike ride. Oh. Not really a sport, a race perhaps, not even that, but a bike ride. Uh, I, Why? I, do, I question what? if I can ride a bike now. Hey, I'm naked. What's, what's the thing I want to do is sit on a banana Jam a seat. tiny yeah. seat on your balls. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, if you're a woman, put that in. It doesn't I seem... personally think it should be a race to the death. Is that wrong? Yeah. Is, that, yeah. is that bad? Is that wrong? <laughs> no. But it does seem like an odd... I mean, look, someone just... We were talking last night about the naked roast battle yeah. that was in New York. That feels yeah, like I don't know how it feels weird. Yeah, show. it's all out there. So I don't think I can on the Portland movie. streets. But I mean, if you're a native of Portland, are you just like walk out and see a bunch of misshapen boobs riding by? Yeah, it's by. never like hot people. Nope, it's never. It's it's never like a. But a, we talked about this at the top of this show that the body issue for ESPN. We feel like, what if the body issue was just all people who participated in this naked bike ride? <laughs> I would watch. It's a, I would different, get it. it's a be, different issue, yeah. right? Would you, fold you pick it up and look at it? You would see what it's about, right? You know, you'd it's go more through. Curious. Yeah, you'd be able. To, it's extra pages than the smaller one. I love that they said the starting location before before the thing happened uh, won't be announced until a few weeks before the ride, and an actual route won't be announced at all. I like just why? go. Because they, they don't want people, they don't want, they don't want gropers gawking. like showing up and like snapping photos. Yeah, then what's the point of it? Like, I don't. Well, I'm we like, participated when we were at Michigan in the naked mile. Really? Ran a mile. Completely naked. naked? Yes, thousands of people. We were in college. I mean, yeah. that's, you got to So do people that. come from yeah. all over the world. That's I mean, a nice chick. That's like going to be like a fun one because it's college. Yeah, college. Everyone's in good shape. But men yeah. and women, you can yeah. go and enjoy that. But here's the thing. I just, if you're coming to Portland, I feel like you should have to identify yourself. You should be flying naked. Yeah. And yeah, what do you hear? And then just for, for the jerk who's there being like, what are you here for? Yeah. And you're just like, you can't tell. You're yeah. naked except for a bike helmet. Yeah. It's like Seinfeld when he rides the subway. Naked, yeah. Down, you still get patted down from still TSA. Get- that was, favorite, yeah. that was one of my favorite. That was one of my favorite moments in, in wrestling. Um, what was that wrestling? We were watching a uh, mid, like a mid south wrestling tournament, and there was a guy who was, you know, how, like there were those bare, the barefoot wrestlers. Yeah. And the ref before the game checked one wrestler's boots to see if there were any foreign objects, and then he checked his <laughs> barefoot <laughs> legs just to make sure. Checked his not, legs to see it if could it was. You never know. I love those moments. It was like we were watching uh, Wimbledon uh, two days ago, and uh, Spike Lee was on there and spike lee comes up on the screen they chiron him as spike lee Lee, actor producer i'm like are we forgetting that he was a shoe salesman (laughs) no one wants to mention that he dabbled in directing he was a director for a little while i thought that was his main thing that's right all right turns out every dude in the spotlight uh who was once famous and is now old is a pervert uh enter bobby knight (laughs) i don't know how you feel about bobby knight i saw him once at the airport you You did did not what'd you say very tall He's is he a, really? Know, he's a real big dude. General. Like 6'5", like something like that. Whoa, for I, real? Yeah, my uh, father-in-law uh, refed a game when he coached at Army. No. 
Yeah, he was in my. He he was ref in the Did game. You say it was a dick. Just a I think he was like kind of you know. I mean, it wasn't like anything extreme, but it was like a lot of yelling and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, uh, he what's left of his reputation because there isn't much left yeah. of his reputation. Uh, that hasn't already been destroyed, maybe eroded after this. Like, you don't win 900 and some odd games and, like, can't a get be- a coaching job. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's something yeah. wrong with you if you're that guy. It's like, not cr- worth it. Yeah. I, I, the more I think about it, I'm like, the more Kareem Abdul-Jabbar must be the biggest dick ever. That, like, yeah. he can't get hired anywhere. Uh, so even before he started cursing from the podium at a U.S. spy agency, <laughs> Bobby Knight was an unorthodox choice to deliver a lecture on leadership. Employees at the National... Geospatial Intelligence Agency, the NGA, complained in advance about their boss's decision to invite Hall of Fame basketball coach to give a speech at their headquarters, given his history of bullying players, demeaning women, throwing furniture. Yeah. But that was nothing compared to the troubles triggered by Knight's July 10th, 2015 visit. It's just coming out now. The agency of Fort Belvoir, uh, Virginia, uh, near Washington. Four women who worked at the spy agency alleged that Knight had groped or touched them inappropriately in brief encounters before and after his speech. How do you do that? Wouldn't you be focused on your speech? Yeah. You're, You're about to go up and do a set of stand-up. What does he do? Walk hey, up hey, to hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <says> they walk. <laughs> That's ridiculous that he, like, it he is probably ridiculous. had like a four-minute window where he was exposed to anyone <laughs> yeah. but the guy who brought him there. And, and it was and just chaos. Two just straight chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I just picture a guy that's in charge of him. They're like, all right, just get him from Make the car. Make sure there are no Today he's looking at someone, his... and he turns around and just Bobby Knight Where's... running amok <laughs> through the lane. Bobby! Bobby! By the way, not funny that he grew up women, but this, the idea that like you have to keep him under wraps so much to me. All right, so the allegation has not been previously made public led to a criminal investigation by the FBI Mm-mm. and the U.S. Army, the Pentagon, Congress, and other intelligence agencies in Washington were alerted. The women accused Knight of a range of boorish behavior, from touching them on the shoulder while commenting on the attractiveness of their legs, <laughs> to hugging them too tightly around the chest, to hitting them on the buttocks. Again, that's cra- yeah. crazy. Who yeah. the fuck does he think he is? The, yeah, the Bobby shoulder Knight? and stuff. Like you know, I could even making a weird comment. You're like, ah, you're a hundred years old. Like who knows? Then like, yeah, touch on the the butt. You're like, so, I don't. I mean, no, that There's, wouldn't even be appropriate in the forties. Yeah. Like, no, that's that's definitely crossing the line. The difference now is that someone will speak up about it. Yeah, versus nineteen fifty five. What if he's just like, I was in basketball. That's what we do. He's like, does the Canada thing? I'm from Canada. Like he's like, <laughs> I didn't we know. always slap people on <laughs> the butt. That's, that's what you do in sports. That's spo- I'm showing leadership. Yeah. Someone said uh, his attorney said there's absolutely no credible evidence to support this. In our opinion, these allegations really these women who have probably never complained about anybody and they probably and have no desire to like they're go in anything. the fucking army they've probably dealt with more abuse than anybody for them to blow the whistle on somebody it had to have been pretty bad night now 76 did not respond to a request for the comment Uh, in a text message left to the post his wife karen knight said bob did nothing wrong and there is no evidence to prove that he did case closed poor lady has to stand up oh god poor lady should learn how to text (laughs) how hard was that she she why is she texting the newspaper yeah the night she has like a personal line yeah she has to constantly the night incident underscores and repeat the same text bob did nothing wrong he didn't do anything wrong no one said he did anything wrong i don't know why you're uh asking before the events that's in his rider before by the way before he shows up he didn't do anything wrong he hasn't even come to speak yet what do you mean do you think he will no i'm telling you he did 
did do that. He's getting out of the car. T- tell his wife to send the text. Yeah. <laughs> and there he goes. Yeah. And then everybody's yeah, honey, chasing him through a college Karen, campus. Karen, text it right now. Yeah. Text him. <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. We got to get out in front of We got to get <laughs> Oh, man. I, okay, so this is a note. To, if you're a woman, I don't give a shit if you're in the military or not. If you're a woman and Bob Knight is coming near you, run the other direction. Yeah. He's 76 and at he's this fat point, as shit. It's, you, <laughs> like, you at this point, it's your him. own fault if you, it yeah. happens. You, can, you should know. You can out. No, yeah. it's, you outrun him. This is no. This is advice to all the women who yeah. come in contact with Bobby Knight. Get run. away. You will not. He apparently is like on a groping quest, beginning and ending. Just get away from him. And by the way, to me, this is exactly what Sandusky felt like he could do to people. Exactly yeah. why everybody's like, I'm big. Anybody who has the hubris, Catholic church man. This Capers. is it, man. Anybody who has the hubris to believe I am above what other people... It's Cosby. It's fucking Cosby. The Keepers, man. Which, by the way, not as funny as the stand-ups. Thank you. <laughs> stand-ups is way funnier funny. than, the, than keepers. the Keepers. I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, and so check out the uh, check out the stand-ups. That's it. That's Quick Hits. There you go. Quick Hits. We did it. Nate, Nate Bargetzi. Uh, you are followable. You, you said you took all your social media off, which I love the bit, by the way, in yeah. the new stand-up thing. Is that true? Truthfully, it's, you uh, did? T- yeah, Twitter. And they're off my phone, but I, I still look at my computer and stuff. But like, right. I just don't check it as much. And you have a, a Dell with 98 window, Windows 98? <laughs> yeah, you got to load it up. It takes me a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> and you're on yeah. dial-up When skills, you say yeah. Adele, you mean the female pop artist. Yeah. Yeah. She just tells I you what you're doing. Yeah. She yeah. has 98 windows all tattooed across her. Uh, this is Mac DeMarco. Uh, this, and from the album This Old Dog, it's called My Old Man. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, with a voicemail from uh, Javier Bardem about a great item that he wants us to start selling. Uh, He always gives us these ideas. This is A View from the Cheap Seats. Thank you for joining. If you are new to the show, and we'll be back right after this break. I'm seeing more of my old man in May. Hey, guys, welcome back to A View from the Cheap Seats. I want to thank, of course, Nate Bargatze. Great dude. Fantastic stuff. We now, as mentioned, Javier Bardem sent us a voicemail, and we're going to play that for you right now. These messages are Jason and Randy. I never know which one is which. Uh, Is his Randy's number or is Jason's number? I just have two separate numbers. I both say Sklar. And so I never know who I'm calling, but hello to both of you or either of you. But it's uh, Javier but, um, and I'm calling you because I have a really good idea, and I know that you both uh, have this entrepreneurial streak on you and are always encouraging of me and what I'm working on. But I have come up with something that I think is very exciting, which is a, it's a flip-flop for a three-piece suit. So if you're going to a wedding or to sign some papers in Geneva, Switzerland at a bank and you would like for your feet to be casual while the rest of your body is swathed in things that are more uh, classically formal than you would you would wear these flip flops. So it's a flip flop or a three piece suit exclusively, not for any type of suit, a double breast or uh, a single breast, more modern kind of suit. It would not work, but for a three piece suit and specific flip-flops for a three-piece suit, and I'm calling it a flip-flops, like flock of birds and flip, flip-flops, flip-flops, and 
uh, I am not interested in taking new names. I know sometimes people always say, I like this idea, but I don't like the name. I'm married to both the idea from a conceptual perspective as well as this name, and I cannot, I cannot unmarry these two. So I would love to for your input if you have some. Um, I hope everything is good with you and that maybe I can send you some prototype of flip-flops. I, I cannot send you the suits, but I assume that you have a three-piece suit because uh, it's, it's like a gardener not having a, a, you know, one of those tiny rakes. I believe you have one. Uh, uh, wow. Look, I, I actually think he get that's... a call in the middle of that thing. I think he got a call about that product in the middle of his. By day. the way, I love everything, including the name Flip Flocks, I think is a perfect name for that. Uh, this is it. Episode two of the new incarnation of Scarborough Country View from the Cheap Seats down in the books. Uh, I want to get on board on those flip flocks. Flip flocks. Anybody else who wants to get on flip flocks, just uh, go ahead and uh, rate and review this podcast. Tell us what you think of flick, flip flocks. Tell us what you think about the new direction of the podcast. And uh, we're going to get a Facebook page going for this show. Totally. Uh, this is our chance to dive deep into sports, and we're so glad you've joined us. Thank you for our unapologetic dive into sports uh, with our buddy Nate Bargetti. Uh Good stuff. We'll see Punch you guys. waterfalls. Punch them all. Slap. Slap a stream, backhand a babbling brook if you need to. And we are out. We'll see you next week.